Lost Princess, share number 58. So we learned previously, my friends, that this giant could have two different ways of understanding it. So this is the second interpretation of the giant, the quintessential sun person, oblivious to life's depths, threatened by the idea that it's possible for one to discover a sense of meaning and true joy. The giant is that family member, the mentor, business associate, childhood friend, in front of whom we feel uncomfortable engaging in our search for the lost princess. We seem bizarre and childish and dreamlike and just not clued into reality. Surely the cynical, hardened attitude is how we're meant to live. Meant to be intellectual, not emotional. So how does that play out? On a far more focused and painful level, the giant takes the form of a great Torah scholar who engages with Yiddishkeit on a purely intellectual level, lacking a sense for the spirit of our holy tradition. And the imperative role, the lost princess of Emuna and prayer, his bodhidosats, taking time out and talking to Hashem, Yirashamayim, Simcha, simplicity. All these things have to play a part in our relationship with Hashem. You can have tremendous knowledge, which is represented here in the giant trees that they carry on their shoulders. But ultimately, when you break it all down, they're just walking around human USBs or human encyclopedias. They're not really connected. Because where's that tree? Look at the image in the story. The tree is not in the ground connected to its life force and vitality. No, the tree is on his shoulders. Remember what the Gemara says? This Torah that we, that we love can either be a source of life or a source of poison. It can go both ways, depending on how we understand it and how we use it. If people delegitimize moon people, those with, who believe there's depth and there's profundity and there's emotion and there's meaning, then the damage they do to Judaism is, is unbearable. It shatters you and destroys you. Says Rabbi Nachman, human beings can represent the greatest possible obstacle on the path to closeness with Hashem. While the Yitzhahara comes from one specific level of the spiritual realm, the human being contains elements from millions of spiritual levels. Therefore, man's power is certainly far stronger than that of any damaging angel. A snide comment here, a scornful glance there. The sun person causes us to rethink the entire journey. What? You can't read this? You can't translate it? You can't explain it? In a moment, they crush the spirit. They blow up the path of the individual who's truly seeking Hashem. Says the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis, one whose wisdom exceeds his good deeds. So what is he compared? What's he similar to? To a tree whose branches are many and whose roots are few. The wind will come and uproot it and turn it over. As they walk along on the parched soil in the desert, these giants carry uprooted trees with many branches, but very few roots. Having engaged with Judaism on a purely intellectual level, which derides a heartfelt emotional involvement with our tradition, the giants are far more concerned with wisdom than good deeds. 
experts on every theological trend in Jewish thought, they remain affected by none. They're unable to draw the Torah they study into their hearts and souls. They may know it all, but never holding their holy pages up to the sunlight of faith, these texts teach them nothing. With everything in their head and nothing in their hearts, these giants represent the greatest challenge the Viceroy has yet encountered on his journey. But my friends, don't despair. Please God will be back tomorrow. Take care. Have a good day.